Susie the dating diva is with us to help turn you, yes you, no no you, into a single and dating rock star. Hey Susie! Hey John! Alright, all fired up for your conversation today. We're going to talk about unrequited love. That's 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 a hard word to say, but um, we're going to talk about it nonetheless. Basically obsessive love, right? Yes. All right, let's get the, the formalities out of the way first. Your website, please. Singledatingdiva.com. And you do one-on-one consultations. There's all kinds of great stuff there. Okay, unrequited love, obsessive love. Tell me more. So, show of hands, who always wants what they can't have? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the more we can't have it, the more we want it. Mm-hmm. The allure of unrequited love is magnetic. Yes, it is. There's nothing worse than wanting someone so badly and knowing you can't have them. Nothing worse than finding the one you know you should be with. But as fate would have it, it's not meant to be. Romeo and Juliet, anyone? (laughs) Yeah. Just like we talked about last time, you know, soulmate. You found your soulmate, but maybe it's not meant to be for whatever reason. Yep. So you take out of it what you can get out of it and you move on and you eventually find the perfect soulmate. They're there somewhere. Yeah. Countless readers have written me about these very situations. It happens way more often than you think. You know, people watch those Hallmark movies. (laughs) Romeo and Juliet notion in their head. Yes. And then, you know. That's what they want, those feelings. Every romance novel, every, yeah, I get it. I get it. Every song. uh, uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Every song, like, relates to you. There's something in there that connects with you. You know, I've been in their shoes, and it sucks. But are we just succumbing to our romantic notions rather than sticking to reality? Perhaps. Okay. It takes over your life. Problem is that you can't give yourself completely to anyone else when you're hooked to someone like that. You know, you have this person, you think they're perfect for you. You can't have them, but no one compares. You know, no one's good enough because that feeling you have with that person, you're looking for somewhere else when perhaps that's not, you know, the right person for you, but the right person's in front of you and you can't even see it. Right. Your blinders are on. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can't even disconnect from your obsession completely. It's like you're dancing with the devil. It's a slippery <laughs> slope you can't escape from. And I've been there. Me too. I I know what it's like. Frustrating. And it's hard. It's really hard yeah. because you have these intense, like that person I mentioned that I had these intense feelings for. It's like no one compared, even though that was like a toxic situation and not a relationship per se. Um, I compared everyone to that person and the feelings, those intense feelings I had when I was with that person. And I really could relate to all these people that write to me and with the same situation. So it happens a lot. Uh, more than you think. No, it ha- you're right. You're, you're, I know it happens a lot. I, I experience it a lot. People, people talk, I mean, you just see people talking about it a lot. Yeah. Like, girl, get over that guy. He's no good. No, but I can't. But this, 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 I don't know what keeps people so hopeful. Well, you know what? It's also, it's that notion of like, we, we grew up with them with the Romeo Juliet notion, the forbidden love and the, you mm -hmm. know, it has to be hard, you know, 
uh, when a boy hits you at school, it's because he likes you, you know, <laughs> yeah. that sort of thing. So it's, it's what we grow up with, right? It's the hard to get. We really want it. You're right. um, You're you know, right. it's, it's frustrating and painful uh, to me who you think is the one, even your soulmate and you just can't have them. It's like being able to read, not being able to reach something on the top shelf Short people like me understand this, uh, <laughs> but you just can't get to it. Even when you think you're making progress, you're not. You keep right. reaching, reaching, reaching. I know what you're saying. Yes. And you can't get to it. You know, Romeo and Juliet ended up dead because their obsessions consume them. That's not romantic. It's ego driven and it lacks a mature understanding of love. What love really is. Okay. And remember that <clears throat> Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, it sounds romantic, but. When it's actually a tragedy if you really look at it. So we have this strange notion that love should be a crazy, insane, us against the world kind of thing. When in reality, it's all about having our needs met. And of course, stability. We get into love affairs that are fed by our imaginations and logic goes out the window. Yep. What fuels the fire is the whole notion of forbidden love, as I mentioned before, and wanting what you can't have. Why is that so hot, though? Why? Like, I just, we and we all want what we can't have. And it's so hot. It's a moth to a it flame. Is. It's just, yeah. It's, and I know. it's as a child, like, it's the same thing. You know, I tell my kids, you know, you can only have one chocolate from the advent calendar. But they want to <laughs> eat all the days, not the day. Oh, well, yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and. Actually, my youngest son went and ripped open the whole thing when I wasn't looking. But anyway, that's another I, story. <laughs> I like him already. My kind of guy. <laughs> so as I was saying, psychologists have spoken about wanting what we can't have. Yeah. So three reasons. The first is that when something is forbidden, you instinctively give it more importance. Yes, you do. Secondly, you want it more because you think it's valuable. So you're giving it value completely. And thirdly yep. is we don't like to be told we can't have or can't do something. <laughs> Sound familiar? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the story of my whole life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's what motivates us too sometimes to succeed, right? You want to prove people wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What you need to do is look at the people in your life and their role, contribution and purpose and be honest about it. Ooh. Unrequited love is isn't romantic. Being with someone who lifts you up, makes you feel loved, wanted, secure and safe is romantic. So you just what you just expressed there is currency. And, yeah. and this is, I think, what people lose track of a lot is their own currency. Someone who yeah. lifts you up, you said. Someone who, what, makes you feel loved? Yeah, wanted, secure, Wanted, secure, safe. safe. That's that's hard currency right there. Those are important things. And, and we don't give them enough value. There you go. As much value as they should be. You know, someone who calls you only at two in the morning uh, for a booty call, <laughs> even though they tell you they love you, doesn't love you, you know? Are they making you feel loved, really? You know, uh, wanted maybe, but wanted at If they didn't get to you until 2 a.m., uh, how many yeah. other conversations did they have before you? I'm just 
putting that out there. Oh, yeah. 2 a.m. is the booty call time, John. That's the what you do in booty call time. Oh, see, my phone's off long before 2 a.m. <laughs> I'm, I'm missing out on so much, apparently. <laughs> and I bet you if I stayed up tonight till 4 a.m., my phone wouldn't even beep. <laughs> anyway. Mine doesn't anymore. So. <laughs> I do get 2 and 3 and 4 a.m. wake-up calls from my kids. Yeah, not, not the same. The same change, change, <laughs> change, change my diaper call, not the same as booty call. Got it. Noted. No, it's, it's Well, it used to, my someone once called it a booby call. There you go. Because they wanted to breastfeed in, in the middle of the night. I so like that. a booty call, I traded it in for a booby call. I like that analogy right there. Very apropos. <laughs> so, you know, some people you'll always love, but it doesn't mean they need to have a place in your life. Yeah. Be confident enough to let go because your mental health is more important than your ego. So true. Remember, this person is not doing you any favors. Um, Romeo and Juliet was not a healthy romantic love story. Don't seek it out. Um, my mantra for today is I will seek healthy romance. All right. I will seek healthy romance. Hopefully people are writing that down as they continue their venture with you through BTR and our twice weekly conversations, Tuesdays and Thursdays here on the Milkman Show. Uh, if you ever miss an episode or you want to hear it again, no problem. Go to MilkmanShow.com. You can find the Milkman Show podcast. And Susie, I know you post them on Twitter and on your website, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Speaking of which, people can find you online at www.singledatingdiva.com. Thank you.